While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professional licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind the scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. I am Heather, the host of Live Love Lab. I'm joined by Dre, the other host. <laughs> and we're also the owners of Beauty Lab and Laser. And we have a special guest today. Introduce yourself, special guest. I am Sarah Jane Warner. And, <laughs> and I've been coming to the lab since the very beginning. Since yes. the beginning. <clears throat> yeah. Truly. First, I mean, she's like patient zero. Patient zero. <laughs> I might be. Zero. I might be. Round zero, Sarah Jane. When it was like when it was called another name too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. When it was just lowly visage, visage, right? yeah, before it became our business. Yes. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I remember the first time that I met Sarah Jane, and I was like starstruck, <laughs> for real. I oh was like, gosh, oh my stop. gosh, she's so pretty, and she's and a local so celebrity. Yeah. You're- that is like not true. It is true. It is true. But tell tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Tell tell us why why would someone consider you a local celebrity? Because they perhaps have seen your face on a bus. That's true. Okay. So in their mail. Or um, at City Creek. Or in the magazines at Grand America. That is true. These are all places that I pop up and see your face. I used to do some print and catalog modeling. When I was in my 20s. You still do. Honestly, I do a little bit. And it's just like... A random job here and there, but it's, it's nothing. Still modeling. It's, Guess no, how many it's random not. jobs here and there I've done. <laughs> Zero. No, I mean honestly, when I was in the business, I was getting jobs every week, every single week, which was awesome. It was like a really good way to like make some extra money. But now it's like, I don't, I don't really go to castings anymore though. So any job I get, it's like they've DM'd me or they've contacted me, they've emailed me, and. I'm not really with an agency anymore. So. And you're not really on the circuit. I'm not on the circuit at all. Do you Which think- is nice because, I mean, I am, I, I'm almost 34, so I am getting a little bit older, which, I mean, still is young, but it's for this type of industry and the type of jobs I was doing, definitely I am the grandma. Well, what's so. the age range? Because I'm sitting here looking at you and you're flawless. It looks uh-huh. like you could pass for mm-hmm. 18 to 22-year-old yes. if you wanted to, but... <laughs> Is there, do you age out? Oh, that's so funny. No, I, I mean, I feel like there's some people that I see, like, for instance, I'll see somebody at a job and I find out their age and they'll be like 22. I'm like, oh, I thought we were the same age. But then I'll see somebody and they're like 38 and And I'm shocked. Yeah, Yeah, no, or the, you know, and. They look like they're 22 to me. So it's just, I think it's kind of how people take care of themselves too and the lifestyle they live. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely getting older for that industry, the type of jobs that I did. But there are still jobs out there. And so you don't, there, if you look for it, you can find the work after age 30. It doesn't, yes, 100%. And if you're with an agency still, they'll get you jobs going to castings. I haven't been to a casting for probably five years. What so. made you decide to not be, like be with an agency anymore? Um, I think part of it a little bit was modeling as easy as it looks. You just, you are just seeing the picture. You're seeing the ad. You're seeing everything that goes into it. There is so much. You either, you'll go to a job, say it's a fitness job and you're with other models. And I don't really 
I don't compare myself. I mean, I try not to. I mean, sure. it's human nature to compare right, yourself. Totally. But if there's somebody who's skinnier than me, I'm like, she looks incredible. You know, I still feel good about myself. Whatever. Yeah. If there's somebody that's bigger than me. I'm like, they look incredible. So, it. But it is but one I'm of those skinnier. things. But I'm skinnier. <laughs> but I'm skinnier. So. <laughs> no, but it's not. It's just kind of one of those jobs that does take a toll on you. Yeah. No matter how confident of a person you are, there's always going to be something that kind of just. There's, There's an always toll. there is an yeah. emotional toll with it for real, and so I think that was something for me that was a little bit like, you know what? I need to spend time with my family. Mm-hmm. I need to focus on what I need to focus on right now, which was my family. Sure. And so and yeah. I mean, you I have, have control a little, over. And a, yeah, and another thing too is so what you're saying. There was a bus with a picture on um, of me on the side. That was for it was for an e-cigarette company. And I never really thought anything of it. Yeah, like, it was just, yeah. It was just an And I'm not, and vaping. No, and I'm not even, like, I'm just holding the product in my hand. Like, yeah. Like that. And yeah. so, anyway, but it's funny because my little boy and I, we were out. And we went, we were going past Holiday Gas Station in Orem, Utah. And my little boy sees this picture on the bus. Like, there was a bus right there. And it was, like, stopping to drop all its it's loot off for the day. Yeah. The people like those Easter We actually just call those people bus passengers. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. No, they were drunk. Oh, it was a delivery truck? It was truck? a delivery truck. This, oh, this, this I was one, like, this those, are, one, those people yeah, that ride the bus was, are no, just called people. People, passengers. No, so there, it was on the bus, but it was actually on the truck. Like oh, a okay. big truck. Like so a this semi. this is a delivery this truck. This is a delivery truck. Sorry, not a bus. Delivery e-cigarettes. Excuse me. Clarification. It was a delivery truck. Okay. <laughs> anyway, my little boy sees it, and he's like, oh. Mom, I just saw a big picture of you. And I'm like, what? And he had never really, he didn't really know what I did sure. for work. And so anyway, he was like, no, Mom, turn around. You've got to go see this. So I turn around, and lo and behold, there's a huge picture plastered on the side of the, the truck. And my little boy is, like, pumped on it. He's like, Mom, he's like, why didn't you tell me? Why did you not tell me Aww. that you have pictures of yourself on the side of buses or on the side of trucks? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. He's like, well, what is this? What is this ad? Like, he wanted to know. Yeah. And so I kind of was like, uh. Have you yeah. never talked to him about e-cigarettes before? Or no. How old was he? He's nine. At this time, I think he was like five or six five or, or six. something. Yeah. But did so, you know your image was going to be used for that? Because it was, was it stock footage or was it like a specific ad for it that It was campaign? a specific ad, but I had no idea. They did a buyout. Okay. So it's, they could do whatever they want. They can use that photo. As long okay. as they want. That image, those pictures were taken. I mean, he saw it probably three years ago, but it was taken like seven years ago. Okay. But did you, so, so when you were getting the, doing the photo shoot originally, and you knew that it was for an e-cigarette company? No, oh, I knew it okay. was for an herbal company. Oh, okay. And so when I got to the job, they were like, oh, it's our new product. I see. And so I was like, oh, okay. And in my mind, I'm like, no one see this no one will ever see right. this no one will ever see this you does know does it matter if but people I, do no Did, honestly okay so at the time I was like uh, I don't it really doesn't matter if people see it honestly people see it now and it's actually funny like it's yeah. kind of like one of those things yeah. that it's just <laughs> those were Sarah Jane's crazy days yeah the wild but days. at the same time like it did affect me a little bit when I had to explain to my little boy, oh, this is for an e-cigarette like yeah like, you know and he's you like say- wait mom this is not 
And then he was kind of like, oh. And then it wasn't yeah. as cool to him yeah. because he knew that it was like for something but, okay. that. But I challenge this because what if if you were going to be the next Victoria's Secret angel, would you turn that down? I Yeah, I probably would. Now, and the only reason why, the only reason why I would is because I have a little boy that I have to protect. And as he gets older, any image that's out there, it always comes back. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. always surfaces. It always whatever. And so at least for him, I have to protect him. And I would never, ever want to be like the laughing stock of his friends or like, oh, your mom used to model and like pull up pictures. Those are just things that embarrass little kids. You know what I mean? I would sure. never want to be that embarrassment for him, even though a lot of his friends would be like, dude, that's cool. Like your mm-hmm. mom did that. Your mom did that. Whatever. Yeah, but so- at the same time, I would never want to be the reason for any like embarrassment for my child. Yeah, but, but, but you inevitably you're going to be. We all are going to embarrass our children. Oh, we over and over, over and over and over and, and over. Like, yeah. and worst case is like you have a kid that's embarrassed because you're eating dinner in a giant poster at City Creek. You know, like there's yeah, like, yeah. Or like they open the Grand America and they see thing, you in there, and they or, see you in there, like or, oh, that's so embarrassing. Okay. My mom's in her pajamas with breakfast in bed with a know? guy. That's not my dad. Yeah, exactly. It's just and like so, you can take the theory and then yeah, really, it could be into it. Really, could be anything. Like it could be anything. But that is part of the reason why I kind of like stopped doing it so much. Yeah. I mean, obviously. I'm going to be completely honest. Money talks. Yeah. And if somebody was like, hey, we have a job. You would be perfect for it. We would pay you this much, whatever. And if I thought about it, I'm like, okay, these abide by my standards. 100% would take the job. You know what I mean? What if they wanted you to model, have you model like snorting cocaine? Absolutely no. (laughs) No. It's a million dollars to pretend. I I probably, honestly, a million dollars to pretend. A million dollars to pretend to snort cocaine. And it's a poster that says, don't do drugs. Drugs are terrible and addictive. And, I, and you're going to be you standing there pretending to do a And I look like the trashy person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would definitely be, if it was a million dollars, I'd probably talk to my husband about it. My husband, he's not persuaded by money, That which is cool. He's just like, yeah. you could throw money at him and he'd be like, not impressed. Nope, no, not impressed at all, which I think is great. But at the same time, sometimes I'm like, wait, you would do that for a million dollars? So I think for me, well, yeah, somebody could give me a million dollars, of course. But I'm not the only one in this equation. Sure. I have a husband who cares about me a lot. And he he obviously doesn't care about, he knows me to the core. So he knows who I really am. He's not like, so it's not it like, all started when she modeled with for cocaine. An yeah. 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 It started with an e-cigarette. Next thing you know, There's she cocaine. had a meth pie. And yeah. we're just there's so many other people in this equation sure. and obviously it's myself it's yeah what I do and he knows me to my core yeah. but at the same time I have to like really respect that and respect everybody in my life mm-hmm. and I think I've learned from other people's mistakes okay I really have I've seen maybe them doing a job and it's caused a big fight in their marriage or it's caused okay. a big fight with their family and something like that and I kind of have learned from from watching and being like, you know what, if that opportunity came to hand or whatever came into my life, I've seen what it's done and it's caused so much like sadness or so much, you know, just drama in their mm-hmm. lives. I'm like, well, not worth it. It's not to me. It just wouldn't be worth it. I guess I so, just never thought of like the moral dilemma of modeling. Like, yeah, I, there's like, a moral dilemma, yeah, and I've not even that there it. could even be like. I mean, for instance, like the smoking ad. Yeah, you know that that totally. is a moral dilemma. You know, and it. 
I guess nobody's ever asked me to model, which is why <laughs> it's never been yeah. a moral dilemma never for me. That means I would probably though. be willing to. It's because it's a character. It's not yeah, me. It, okay. That's how I take it. I'm like, it is a character 100%. But when people are seeing the ad, uh-huh. they're not making that. They're just, that Sarah Jane, and she smokes Which is, And I'm like, no, I don't. I've never smoked anything yeah, in my entire not. life. And would I ever? Absolutely no. I take very good care of my body, and I cherish that. And so, obviously, I wouldn't. But there's a lot of people out there that they know me, but they don't really know me. And yeah, so, I just have to say, I think that's totally, absolutely ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's like someone seeing an ad of her with, like, a stock model in Sky Mall and saying, did you see that picture of Sarah Jane with another man? Yeah. Advertising, you know, yes. pavement that stones. Is, yeah. like, that is something I would used to get questions at. Like, is it awkward being in a photo with another um, man? How does it make your husband feel? I'm like... Oh my gosh, like this is my job. Like think of actors and actresses. When you're seeing their role, are you like, oh my gosh, they're making out with Brad Pitt. Is that their new lover? Well, probably, but (laughs) God willing. I mean, yeah. But at the same time, I'm not watching a movie and seeing that and like making assumptions. But are you responsible for the for everyone's assessment of where you're at? So I and I'm not. And so I really like when I did model, I did just kind of have to say like, whatever, whatever. But it would make me anxious at the same time, just wondering, okay, okay, like knowing I'm being what, judged. I'm being yes, judged. Yes, and nobody judged. likes that feeling. Even I hear people all the time saying, like, oh, I don't care what they think. But then they keep talking about it. I'm like, you clearly care what they think. Yeah, we always yeah. care. About yeah, we always think. care. And We're, so. No one's immune. It's just, yeah, modeling, it was great. If jobs come up, I'll take them. If they throw cash at me, I like that. And so. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, what's the weirdest it. modeling gig you've ever had? Um, cigarette? That probably was. I mean, I think that takes, like, the crown for everything. It was, like, the weirdest, the most, like, one that was, like, out there the longest because they did a total buyout. And, I mean, it was the one that probably, like, whenever I see now, I just kind of laugh. There was a there was a pop-up of me in gas stations, Amazing. Really? Yeah, so that was really, really funny. But, I mean, there's amazing. always, like, when I look at an ad now, like, okay, for instance, I was in... I was in Costco a while ago, and it was when they were selling the Squatty Potty. <laughs> and I just saw the model on it. I was like, oh, my gosh, I feel so bad for her just knowing that she's, like, blasted uh-huh. over just known as the Squatty Potty model. Yeah. 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 See, that to me, I would, would hesitate. You? Would first, you? I would not do a Squatty Potty. But you would, but I would do the cocaine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd do anything, like, cool. But, like, Squatty Potty is just, like, Or, like, you degrading. watch commercials on TV, and it's, like, the ad for, like, um, I always see it. It's the ad for, like, genital herpes. Yeah. Yes. And I'm yeah. like, who would take this job? Yeah. Well, who wants you to throw enough money at me? Yeah, you're like, you throw enough money at me. Or erectile dysfunction. Yeah, or, or yeah, something like that. You're like, yeah. oh, my gosh. Because anyway. I think people are capable of detaching. I hope people are yeah. capable of recognizing that this is just a job. 100% yeah. But maybe I am. in Utah we're not. Yeah, I, I totally am because I've been in the industry. But I feel like there's a lot of people out there that – can't can't detach yeah and that's important to you to cater to them it's not it's not so much important to me because I'm like my family knows me my loved ones know me they know they can detach from that but it's like then you hear it always comes back around to you they're like oh did you hear your mom's friend said this about you so you feel an obligation to kind of toe the line and be a moral compass yeah I I do I mean I 
I would never, I always want to be an example in my life. I think that's important to me. I want to be an example. I would never want like younger people to look at me and be like, oh, I don't, that she's a bad example. She's, a, I mean, that for me, at least I'd be like, oh, that just, that, yeah, that, that would, would be the dagger of my heart. I always want to be the example. But then there's times in my life where have I been the example? Absolutely not. You know, mm. and whatever. You learn from your mistake. Nobody's perfect. We move on. And I mean, if we... Yeah. Live and learn. Live and learn. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel a lot of pressure and obligation? I mean, do you feel a lot of pressure, like, to be perfect? No, I don't. Okay. That It's funny that you asked that because this was a conversation that I was just recently having. Somebody had said... I'm really good at that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in Some, tune with the universe. Some, you, you are. Somebody had mentioned that growing up there was an expectation for perfectionism. And I was like, that is so far from true. Like, I could come home from school and, like, to my parents be like, I'm getting C's and D's. And they'd be like... You're not failing, yay, you know? And so, I mean, there was never, never. That's really fortunate because I think it is really hard to not feel that as a female just in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like I put immense pressure on myself to be perfect. Yeah. And clearly I'm falling very, very short, which is why I have depression. You're perfect to (laughs) me. But, you know, I I think as you get older, though, it does kind of, you do kind of have that feeling of being feeling like you need to be a little yeah. more perfect because now, I mean, especially like, for instance, through Instagram, there's a lot of times where I will get like messages for something, whatever, and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't please everybody. I'm not perfect. I need to be more perfect. So it does yeah. kind of like. But Sarah Jane, I have to say, like, mad props to you because you are like such a good example to Heather and I. We talk about it all the time. The way that you handle people on Instagram is so impressive oh you're like, so sweet we love it because you like you, get you a lot are of- you're an influencer you are out there like you have a lot of followers you have you're in the spotlight and you have haters like people are yes. such dicks to you they're and, like, so rude and yeah. honestly I feel like a lot of it is because I'm honest yeah I am very honest I, so you expose yourself a I expose myself completely. Like, for instance, like, I did cool sculpting. I was very – do you like how I point to yeah. the cool sculpting chair? <laughs> we are, we are, we are, we're the cool sculpting. from the cool sculpting. And, cool 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 <laughs> and so I, I get that. You're always going to get hate for that. And it's always something like, well, why are you doing that? You're already thin. Like, well, because I wanted it. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with me, you know? Yeah. Or I talk about Botox and filler. And – yeah, it's something I like to do. It makes me feel good. I'm not sitting here and telling you you can't go run 20 miles every day because that makes you feel good. Yeah. You know? Yep. This make I feel good doing Botox and filler makes you feel good. It makes yeah. me feel good. So, sorry, you yeah. know? And so I'm very honest about it where I feel like a lot of people with these types of things, procedures or, like, cosmetic enhancements, whatever, um, they are very hush hush about it. Yeah, they're secretive and yeah. they deny it or they don't want anyone to know they got anything yeah, done. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the best part about it is everybody knows because I'm sorry, I saw you last year 
and your whole chin line and nose line and everything is completely different and yeah. you don't have a wrinkle on your face. Yeah. And last year you were wrinkle city. Yeah. So well, yeah. people seem to, they place all this importance on natural beauty or like, oh, it's just genetics, which is essentially the most prideful thing you can say. It's like saying, God likes me more than you, which is why my skin doesn't wrinkle. Like yeah. you have to get Botox, but I was just born like this. Yeah. And that is like the great you know, wrinkles are the great equalizer, you yep. know? So when someone comes at me that way, like, oh, I'm just natural. I'm just natural. I'm like, actually, you're just a snob. Yeah. Because there's nothing natural about, you know, wrinkles. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> And hating how, like, hating it. Yeah. Well, right? they don't have, if they don't have wrinkles, they're doing something not natural. Yeah. Right? 100%. Yeah. It's like you're putting some magic cream on there, which I'm sorry, like, there's, there's always, no, there's no thing, such yeah. thing. You can do skincare, which does help a ton. But if you want to get rid of a wrinkle, then you have to do Botox. Yeah. yeah. How I'm old sorry. were you when you started getting Botox? Um, This is a funny story. I'm going to tell you okay. why I started getting Botox. So, I got breast augmentation. While I was there, they said, oh, because you're using the Allergan implant or whatever, mm-hmm. you get 50 free, 50 free units of Botox. And I was like, what? Like, oh my gosh, a little freebie. You know when they give you like the free thing of shampoo and you buy like the two big ones or whatever? I was like, this is amazing. But they know this is the smartest thing ever because you get the Botox and you are hooked. hooked. Right. And it's like, wow, this really just made me look so much better. And holy cow. And you love My skin is glowing. Yeah. So how old were you? I was 26. 26. Yes. So I had um, had Nixon. He was like two, maybe three, got breast aug. Then that's when I started doing the Botox. But it's funny because I was telling somebody this story. They're like, when did you start getting Botox? I'm like, oh, you know, went in to get my new set of wills. And they gave me 50 free units of Botox. And they didn't know what I was talking about. And they were like, where do you get your tires from? Just, you know, got my new set of wheels and, you know. Awesome. That is awesome. Anyway, yeah. So ever since then, I mean, I'll get my Botox every three to four months, which yeah, I think is you're pretty You're right normal. on the money. So. Well, tell us, um, why are you a beauty labber? What do you love about beauty labs? So one thing this I love about. This is favorite part. This <laughs> is your favorite part. So I've been coming, like we were talking about, I've been coming to beauty lab forever since it was called Visage at the very very mm-hmm. beginning and when I first started coming I met I met Heather we had kind of known each other before through yeah. my cousin but we'd never really met but I met Heather and I was like this place I'd gone to another med spa before that it's funny because I live in Provo so the mm-hmm. med spa I was going to was two miles yeah, away super close. she's so, now driving 45 minutes to come yeah so I drive 45 minutes but the thing is though is I came in here and I was like this place, I can tell that they care about me. I'm not, it's not like a fantastic Sam's. You just go in, they cut your hair real fast and send you out, you know? (laughs) And they give everybody the same haircut. Goodbye. It was like, they took time. You guys took time. You wanted to get to know me. You really like showed me attention and it made me feel like I was important to you. And it didn't make me feel like it was just, you were after it for money. You know, it just was very, organic the way we got to know each other and stuff and I was like that is my place and not only that my skin had never looked better I had had lip filler before I came here one time and it looked like I had a marble on one side of my lip oh and I was like so I was like trying to massage it out just get rid of it and then when I got my lips filled here they were so perfect so even 
And when I was leaving too, Reagan had told me, he's like, if you have any problem at all, shoot me a text, yeah. call me. Like we will fix it, you know, because yeah. I was really worried about yeah. it before, but they were fine. And, and so, you've been a lips by Reagan girl for how many years? Forever. Now? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, and I mean, my lips, they were pretty, they, they weren't like big before, but they mm-hmm. were full, a full lip. Yeah. So I just feel like it just kind of enhanced them. Yeah. You just take, but you're just anyway, like frosting the cake. Yeah. And hour. another thing that I always tell everybody, I'm like, you need to go to Beauty Lab and Laser because not only are they the best, but their skincare and everything they sell, they don't jack the price up. Like yeah, crazy. Yeah. Everything. I mean, I get DMs all the time. They're like, oh, I want to get this SkinCeuticals product. I'm like, if you live near Beauty Lab and Laser, go there and <laughs> yeah. get it. It will, you will save so much money. And then obviously they come here and then they love it and then they want to get their stuff done too. Right. You know? Yeah. It's so weird. But, People still think it's some sort of scam. With I the know. Products. They're just like, oh, and then once you get there, what do they do? Oh, I mean, nothing. We sell you the product and we send you on your and way. Maybe take your picture on the wall. Yeah. If, yeah. if you want if you to want blow to. up your Instagram. But if you want to blow it up, yeah. you want to be. Otherwise, you don't uh, do anything. Yeah. But honestly, it is, I mean, if you were to go buy a skincare product somewhere else, you would be paying Pretty almost much double. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really. It's almost and so, double, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy so that when people, people are coming here to buy their stuff. Mm-hmm. I tell everybody, I'm like, if... We actually do have quite a few people that drive up yeah. from Utah County, down from yeah. Ogden, because it is worth the, the... Especially if you're stocking up, it's like... Yeah. Just, worth the, yeah, it's, yeah, it's worth the time. I had a friend, she lives in Park City, and she went to a spa there. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I got all my stuff today. I was like, oh, where did you get it? She goes out the spa there, and I was like... How much did you spend? Yeah. And she's like $750. And I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Like, I almost like. Head explodes. No, my head exploded. I'm like, you would have probably spent $300. I'm like, this is this much there. This is this much there. I'm like, what? What are you doing? Are you stupid? Do you like throwing throwing your money away? You're throwing your money away. You moron. (laughs) Well, you have been such a great promoter of of our. you know, friends and family pricing for products. So thank you. Um, of course. You always shout us out and we appreciate it. What do you think? Um, so we're really fascinated, we said before, about how you handle internet trolls and things yeah. like that. And I think yeah. our listeners would be interested to know, like, um, what's, like, some of the rudest things people have said to you? Oh, I have had so many rude things messaged to me. I mean, like, <laughs> if you, you name it, and it has been messaged to me. People telling me I'm ugly. People telling me I'm, like... Not pretty. People telling me that I'm like a terrible person for getting stuff done. I'm like, what is wrong? You know, um, things that are directed towards me. I have like found out. I have found out that through all of this, the mean messages that people have sent to me. At first, it was so hurtful. I really, really yeah. like closed myself off. I mean, have you ever cried over something somebody said to you? Bald my eyes out for weeks and not only someone you knew or a complete stranger lots of them are strangers but then there's people that you you know but you peripherally like they're not in your inner circle they're not even in your outer circle they're in the circle outside of that you know you see around you know of them you know of them yeah totally I have had a few things said to me to my face from some people that I know but it's like whatever you know what I mean at least you have a relationship with them and so you can like and you can understand where they're coming from yeah Yeah. and so anyway um the things that are said to me it took me a long time to finally realize and I mean honestly this is me being completely honest and real 
it got to the point where it was it was giving me so much anxiety and making me so like depressed I had to go on like anti anxiety medication yeah. for mm-hmm. a little bit I went to my doctor and I was like this is the way it's making me feel and this and this and that and I just like honestly like feel so bad I cried for two full weeks because of all these messages that were sent to me. And so anyway, she prescribed me medication and stuff, and it actually did really help. But in the meantime, that's just a Band-Aid. You're just giving yeah, yourself yeah. a Band-Aid. I really had to find out, like, why is this affecting me so bad? And so now, okay, the things that really still affect me is when they say things about my little boy and my husband. Those mm. things really irk like, me. Like, what kind of monsters would me... ever comment on your child? Like, that's... There's so many monsters out there. Unbelievable. You, yeah. You would There's be so surprised. Many. Like, there are so many mean people. But my little boy, he loves to dance. It's, like, his thing. Yeah. You know, he just loves to, like, bust a move. It's, like, it's actually. How cute. And he's actually a pretty good dancer. Yeah. But somebody had messaged me once and that said that my child is hideous. I'm like, he's the most adorable person <laughs> ever. Like, I mean, every mom thinks their child is beautiful. Of course. But my child he is beautiful. Yeah. You know, he, <laughs> he has is, yeah. like, the most beautiful blue eyes ever and just the cutest blonde hair. And he's just a kid, you yeah. know? And they said, my child is hideous and it looks like he's just jerking his body around. Like, And they said, he is probably so embarrassed to have you as a mom. And as he gets older, he's going to be mortified that you're his mother. And I was like... Oh, Our scary. jaws are like on the floor right now. I can't yeah. even believe that. And I mean, that. I've gotten... A few messages like that, you know, and so I was so like, do you, you were kidding. "What do you do? Do you block those people? Do you re- yes?" Re- now, you what reply I do, to them and say, I have replied in the past, and I always try to reply by saying something kind of like, "Why would you say that? You don't even know me in real life." And it's it very rarely when I have replied. Now I used to be like, "You're stupid," you know yeah. what I mean? But it would go nowhere, and then it was just some fight, you know. And so it's like that's what they want too. They right. want you. Yeah, to fight they want to engage with. They you want to engage just, yeah. with you. Yeah, and they want to see what you're gonna say. And they and I think sometimes too they want to see, they think they're gonna see the real type of person you are by your response. Mm-hmm. So they're like, if she comes back and she says something mean, I know she's mean. Or, or like, or I got her. Or know? I got like, her. I made her feel bad. Her That's life looks exactly way too what perfect. I'm going to rain on this parade. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so anyway, um, yes, I have commented back in the past. But now I'm very, very selective with who I reply back to. And if I do reply back, I always try to do it like, Getting my point across, because they weren't nice to me. Why should I sit and be like, I'm so sorry. I never apologize. Right. Never, Mm -hmm. ever, because there's nothing for me to apologize for. And I always try to like, but, but. (laughs) 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 But I try to do it in a way that is out of kindness, too. Yeah. So if somebody messaged me something and says they hate me and they think my son's ugly and they say that my husband looks like he's bored with me and doesn't love me, I will... cruel. Oh, you'd be surprised, the things that people say, especially about my husband, because he doesn't really play a part in my Instagram, which he doesn't want to. Yeah, Yeah, he shouldn't have to. Yeah. And so if I wanted to reply to somebody like that, I'd be like, you know what? You don't know my life. You are seeing a sliver of my life. I am not my Instagram. Right. In real life, I'm a real human, human being, being who drives my car just like you do, who eats drive through just like you do, yeah. who goes to Costco just like you do and stuff. And so it just, I think to put them 
like give them the perspective the perspective that I am just like a real normal human being Mm -hmm. they're kind of like oh I feel like an idiot now you know and I've actually had people write back and be like oh my gosh I'm so sorry yeah I'm so sorry that's what I love though is that like when you have selectively replied to people I remember you posted something that, like, you actually ended up becoming, like, having a great conversation with this woman. Okay, so that woman, too, this is crazy. She finally admitted she was jealous because she didn't have perfect skin. After that, I felt so bad for her. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I even said to her, can I send you some products? Like, (laughs) can I please send you some products, like, to get you feeling good about yourself? Like, it it, actually kind of hurt my heart. I was like, this poor girl. Heather's like, "Ah, I hit her. Cursed with boils because you have an ugly soul. (laughs) Well, it's (laughs) interesting, though, because after that, she said, do you mind if I follow you on my real account. Like I want oh, we she created a fake account. To it be was a fake a account. To you? A lot of people will do that. They oh, create geez. fake accounts. They write mean things. And did you say no yes, I do mind. You've forfeited the chance to be my friend because you're an asshole. No, I didn't. <laughs> I mean See, honestly that's there why you're a better person. No, no, no. <laughs> there have been times where I've thought that though, but with this specific situation I could really tell that she was hurting. And I think at that moment, I think if I said something like that it would have pushed her completely whoa. Yeah, yeah She would yeah. have kept doing this to other people. And I was like, nobody else deserves to feel this way. And so I was like, let me send you products. She finally, we had a good conversation after that. And she finally was like, do you mind if I follow you on my real account? And I said, I would absolutely love that. And so she followed me immediately. I'm like waiting on the thing. I'm like, <laughs> you know? And, and it was your she, sister. That was my sister. <laughs> Jessica Pugma, you... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my sister's the best. No, anyway... I followed her on her real account. She has the most adorable little girl. They live up in Portland. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, you, I mean, she did have, like, some acne, which is fine, though. It's like you can get that fixed, you know? Yeah. And so it just made me feel so bad for her. After the conversation, though, on Instagram, she, and then, then we exchanged phone numbers. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And... Um, I was texting her and stuff, and her whole outlook, she deleted the troll account completely, got wow. rid of it, and she's like, I just can't believe, like, I was so rude, and I have been so rude to people in the past. She's like, I literally never want to be like this anymore. You treated me with so much kindness, like, want to send me products and stuff, and just, like, it, I think in that moment, though, I knew, I could tell, I'm like, if I am rude to her, it is going to, she's going to do this to so many people, but maybe if I can change the situation where she's not feeling good about Flip herself. the script a little bit. Yeah. And it really yeah. worked. And yeah. I was like, wow. And it was like a lesson for me too, to be like, you know what? Really try to hit him with kindness. And then if that doesn't work, then it's like, okay, I tried. Then block. One then yeah. small block. step yeah. for internet trolls. <laughs> one giant leap for the world wide web. Uh, exactly. I, but honestly, I mean, the thing is though, is like a lot of people have like heard about that and they're like how why were you so nice to her yeah. and I was like honestly mm-hmm. I could just tell I could just a nice tell she needed person at the core no, of who you are I really really try I mean obviously I say and do ridiculous stupid things like everybody else and I've like done some mean things probably to other people but it's always like maybe happened like in a joking way you know what I mean sure. but I mean I think for me, like we were talking about before, I just want to be an example, especially to my little boy. I see him getting older and stuff, and I would never want to be the reason. I think bullying starts with the parents. You see the mom and dad, and you're like, I know exactly why your child's a freaking bully. Yeah. It's because you are the biggest bully out there. Right. You're learning. Yeah. So So do you think that, like, 
as far as like your own transformation inside on of like you know being able to be in a place where you can put yourself out there and not take it personally yes okay do you think that you have like flipped that in your mind of like realizing if somebody is coming at you with hate and they've never even met you they don't know you yeah that says more about them it's not 100 okay i will be completely honest though it still hurts when sure, i get a message from somebody and i read it i'm like oh. but i do not it hurts in the moment and i immediately I'm fine the next yeah. second. So how do you get there? What would your advice be to people who are trying to put themselves out there as an influencer and are yeah. getting a lot of negative feedback or a lot of hate? Like, is there a little trick? Is there a little Okay, my dad actually or? said this to me because when going through all of this, I was, like, talking to my parents because I felt like I needed counsel. Like, oh, my gosh, like, can you believe this? And it was really, really hard for my mom. She's like, I can't believe people say this. My yeah, daughter, you're her daughter. Oh, yeah. my gosh, you know. And I think your family and your close friends, they know who you really are. So to have somebody saying somebody about something about them that they don't like, it's hurtful, you yeah. know. But my dad told me this, and I was like, you know what? You are so right. He said, if you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. Like, turn off your Instagram. Don't go on it if you can't Exactly. And I was like, you know what? I'm choosing this. Mm -hmm. If I don't want it, I can turn this thing off in a heartbeat. Yeah, you don't ever have to post again. No, I never. Nobody is forcing me. Nobody's twisting my arm to do this. I mean, it is nice to be an influencer on Instagram. You get collaborations. You can make money. You can get free things, whatever. Which is nice, but if it is effective to your health and it is like really, really making you depressed, turn it off. Do mm-hmm. not. I turn mean, there it have off. been. Yeah. I don't know what you're singing. Yeah. So I just have to. The, when he said that, I was like, "You're right. I am in control. These yeah. other people yeah. are not in control." And would you say though that there's a lot of nice things and good feedback you oh get. my gosh and does the so nice many, outweigh the bad yes there are so many nice things that are said to you I mean like I could probably go on right now and there would be some nice messages that people yeah. said they're like oh you're so beautiful or like the the nicest ones are maybe if like you hadn't really posted something and they just message you out of the blue somebody Aww. that you don't really know and they yeah. just say something like I mean this happens like people are so nice too they'll say I just want you to know a while ago you posted something and I've been thinking about it for a while, and you really changed my outlook on something, something. You are a wonderful person. I can tell that you're glowing. You're so pretty. No, no but I, I mean, it really, like it really, those messages, they do, like, keep you going. You're like, oh, my gosh, that is so nice. And that being said, those messages make me want to message nice things to other people. That's so So when great. I see something, I'm like. Pay it forward like, a little yeah. bit. Exactly. That's I'm like, great. Just to give somebody, like. If you can tell that they're having a hard time or going through something, yeah. just to send them a little message and make them give them a little virtual hug. Well, like anything in life, the power of um, social media and Instagram specifically to bring good into your life and to bring support and to bring connection and connectivity and community is palpable. I mean, we feel it every day at the lab. Like we have real relationships with our beauty labbers with our Instagram followers. One hundred percent. And I feel to, that. Like, yeah. In order yeah. to access all of that goodness and all of that community, we have to subject ourselves to the negative side. Yeah. Which and is there's always gonna be the there's trolls. always gonna be I mean a positive and negative. They go yeah. together, mm-hmm. you know? And so there's always gonna be a black and a white. And you have to make sure the good outweighs the bad. Yes. And if it's and not like keep it in balance. 
if there's anybody out there that's listening to this, no, I mean, if it is... Get out of the kitchen. If it's, Get yeah. out of the kitchen. If yep. you cannot handle the heat, just turn it... And it doesn't mean you have to go away forever. Yeah. Just turn it off for a little bit. And there have been times in my life where I have, like... So last... I think it was, like, last October or something. Maybe November. I don't remember. I, I We were going on family vacation, and I was just kind of feeling down just from a few things on Instagram. And... So anyway, I just turned off my Instagram for three full days. I was like, I'm not even, I deleted the app from my phone. I was like, I'm not even going to look at it. Look at it. And I had put something on my story before. I'm like, I'm just taking a little break. This is just for my health. Like, I just need to. I remember that. And honestly, it's crazy. You did text me. You did. And it was so sweet. And it was so crazy, though, because when I logged back onto Instagram, I had, I'm not even kidding hundreds of messages that were so nice and people just being like oh my gosh like I've been there or being able to like yeah. relating to me yeah and yeah. so, so yeah nice. and for people to think it's a trivial thing it's not I mean social media is our connection to the world it's how we communicate yeah. we are not going back yeah we're never yeah. it's we're it's never not going, going away it's yeah. it's not a necessary evil it's actually a beautiful yeah. really cool cool thing mm-hmm. it's so but cool like everything in life it has a shadow side to it yeah. and so you have to learn to balance that and you I think you do the reason we love having you on here is because we think you do a really good job, but it's it is definitely an art form to be able to put yourself continually out there yeah. and take the heat and stay in the kitchen For and sure. and not let it affect you. Yeah, and it doesn't seem to dull your sparkle. I mean, a lot of people become yeah. cynical, a lot of people become negative, mm-hmm. but you seem okay. to, it and seems I to have fuel you. Seen that before where people have become more negative or they've kind of become just guarded. I mean. Yeah, or just kind of like stone cold even. And you're like, that's not you. Like, take these experiences and and try to better everybody. Because though that type of behavior, when they become more stone cold and stuff, especially if they are big influencers, then the younger people are going to mimic that. Right. And I would, I just, I mean, would not you- everything's rainbows and butterflies and unicorns and, and everything, unicorn. you know, but... I do kind of like living in the clouds sometimes. Well, before we uh, move on to, like, our other stuff, I just, like, uh, tell us a little bit about what you're doing now. Like, we know you're an influencer, but you have your um, Shop Lazy Day. Yes, yeah. So I own a business called Shop Lazy Day with my two friends, um, Amy Scala and Megan Megan Scala. They are sisters, and they are sisters to, like, one of my best friends. Okay. So they're older sisters, one of my best friends. And so, um, actually, both of the older sisters are my really close friends. So, anyway, I own the business with them. It's so much fun. I mean, What does like, Shop Lazy Day sell? Okay, so we sell a lot of hair accessories. We do have our own clothing brand, which is more loungewear. Um, it's, it's really all, cute. It's really cute. It's, it's so all cute. custom made. It is a little more expensive because of it being custom made mm-hmm. and everything's like our own design, our own brand, awesome. our yeah. own everything. It's all so cute. But it makes it unique. Yeah. Like nobody yeah. else. And people can buy it online and yes, on our website. Yes, Any boutiques or any um, stores? We, uh, some of our hair accessories have been sold at salons mm-hmm. and um, we do small wholesale accounts. Okay. And so we've had people like different yeah. states. You guys have the cutest scrunchies. Yeah. They're so really cute. Scrunchies. I know. Yeah. And we are, we are, um, we're growing, which That's is awesome. amazing. We're coming out with some new products. That's awesome. Cool. That are coming out pretty soon. Hopefully it will be coming out in the spring. Awesome. So where do you but, see yourself in five years? 
Well, I think from a business standpoint, I hope that our new product that we we come out with, I hope, and if it goes the way it should go, I hope we can get it into like an Ulta or Sephora or Nordstrom. Mm-hmm. Is it a beauty like product? It is a beauty product. Is it a secret beauty product that you can't reveal? Um, it's okay if it is. I can't reveal it yet. But it's a beauty tool. It's not a beauty tool. It's okay. a beauty product. A beauty product. Cool. Yes. Okay. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> we'll get the DL once we got live. We'll get the DL. Pretend to cover the mic. Pretend to cover the mic. This is what it is. No, anyway. The skull is fire. Partnership dissolved. No, I really, I really hope in five years that, five to ten years, that that's where it is. That the business you know? is just business growing, is growing, booming. But I hope at that time that I can, like, really step, step back I hope so bad that I have another child by then. Okay, like, okay. Cross, cross your fingers we too. Always, we know that fertility is always yeah. on your mind. Fertility so always... is something that I mean, I want another baby. The only thing is, is it would be two separate families. Nixon's nine, almost ten next month, and so it would be mm-hmm. like two it's separate still, families. Do you know family. what? My kids are or nine and eleven years apart. Yeah, and like. It's great. And I never well, think of it as two separate families. No, families. and not no. only that, I kind of feel like if I had a child, say, when I was, like, 39, it would make me feel younger because totally. I'd be in that young phase again. Yeah, yeah. totally. You know, and then i just come here and yeah. have you guys inject me with There's always no so. talks. There's <laughs> always no yeah. So, I mean, that's where I do my, see myself in five years. Cool. I hope that I have another child. I hope business is thriving. I hope my husband's business is still thriving, and I hope that we just – live happily ever after. And you will. And you will. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, you will. I think that's, it's it's in the cards. It's, it's what's happening already. It's definitely yeah. in the cards. So, I mean, you. there's things that happen, like, and you just have to know if you're ready for it. Yeah. So. Totally. Yeah. Just let the Mac tube happen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's right? just, let destiny take its course. Yes. <sighs> All right. Well, okay. So let's talk about our Just the Tip. So we have this little segment on the podcast where it's Just the Tip, and we usually do a, a tip that's, yeah, like sometimes we do like beauty lab tips, you know, like exfoliate on day three after your laser or whatever. <laughs> Which is so but, fun and interesting, isn't it? But lately so. we've been doing some more meaningful tips, like life oh, yeah. tips. Um, so this week it is um, find a role model. Heather, do you want to expand on that? Yeah, because I, um, well, I've been kind of coming into my own feminism lately and this like, this really new awareness of how encultured I am and um, just a lot of like the ideas I have about what women, what the ideal woman is and what she should look like or act like or be mm-hmm. like. And I haven't realized how kind of ingrained these stereotypes are in my mind. And I was talking to Dre about it and I was saying like, you know, I really, I say I value opinionated women and assertive women, but I don't, I But why do they bug the crap but out why of do me? I, yeah, <laughs> but I, because if someone says to me, oh, she's really opinionated, I think, ew. I yeah, I won't like her then. Like mm-hmm. I think that yeah. in my mind. I don't say it out loud, but I think that. And Dre just said, "Well, you have to think. You have to find some role models. Like think of Michelle Obama, my role model. Yeah, because she's opinionated yeah. and yeah. assertive, but she's not threatening or annoying or intimidating or like. Yeah, she doesn't come off as. I would bitchy. want to hang out with yeah. Michelle Obama. Yeah, but if someone said, "Oh, I have this six foot tall opinionated woman that I think you're really going to get along with," yeah, yeah, I'm going to be like, "Uh, not my type." No yeah, 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 yeah. And that is really, that shows how brainwashed I've been. You um, talked about being a good role model, and I think you are a good role model. And yeah, I think I agree. finding a good role model, especially for 
women, and I would even say women in business or powerful women or women mm-hmm. in leadership, it's important to find women and kind of extrapolate the qualities and characteristics that you admire and then to reflect on them when you are faced with a decision. Like, when totally. I don't know what to do, it's like I think a lot of us don't want to do what our moms would do. Yeah. You know, because we yeah. love our moms. But, yeah. we're, you know, there's that's yeah. a charged but relationship. But whatever yes. your mom does, like, yeah, you're your mom. It's yeah. amazing. So we were talking about kids being embarrassed. So it's not really like classic. a role yeah. model situation. Like, well, my mom would do this, but my mom is a totally different generation. Yes. Yeah. She has different yes. values. 100%. She has different motivations and goals. And so for Dre to say, think of Michelle Obama. Yeah. For example, I'm going to start trying to find more female role models and I'm going to reflect on those female role models and consider, well, what would they do in this situation? And I think it'll give me kind mm-hmm. of a, a point of reference that mm-hmm. I haven't had before. So yeah. Yeah. that's well, just for me. But our finding, tip is finding a role model, too, that. I mean, like you were saying, your mom lives in a completely different generation. Kind of find one that's like your age. Like your role model yeah. could be somebody younger than you as yeah. well. Like it doesn't have to be. We often say, what would Beyonce do? Yeah. Like, what would she do? WWBD. I know. Yeah, it's she true. She would wake up, do the thing, and just be amazing. And be amazing. And so, like, and that's what we want to do. And she yeah. totally would. Yeah. And she wouldn't care about what somebody thought. Yes. So, our just the tip this week is when you're in a tough spot, neutralize the situation, take yourself out of it, think of a role model, and consider what the role model would do. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Well, Heather, you promised me a great bash. And I have to say, you delivered. <laughs> well, we had to skip our bash last time, and so this. Well, this is kind of a twofer. Yeah, this it is, is a, a bash and bu- bash of the week and um, lever of the week. Yeah, in the same scenario, if you can believe it. I know. So this has kind of been all over the news this past few days about this um, man who was caught videotaping in a dressing room in H and M in Nashville. Yeah. And he had had his cam- phone camera, and he was hanging it over the top of the dressing room to kind of just get some cheap bra shots of teenage girls putting on cheap clothing. Barf. I mean, barf, 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 barf. barf. <laughs> You're a terrible person. So we're just going to bash that for one, you know, just the... Like, come on, dude. Exactly. Come it just, it's on. It's pretty pathetic. Yeah. And... But then we're also going to honor the girl who looked up while she was trying on her 1999 shirt mm-hmm. and and chased him and out. chased him out, ba- slapped the phone out of his hand. Yeah, because he was trying to, he was sitting there trying to delete, to delete the, the photos. Yeah, he was and trying to delete the photos and the evidence of what he had done wrong. She, you know, charged out of the dressing room, kind of accosted him, mm-hmm. took the phone away. Like called out in front of everybody and said, was hey, like, hey, he's he, videoing me. Uh huh. And um, called the police and then took a picture of him while they were waiting for the police to come. And she saw him delete the photos, but there was, there was still some evidence. Mm-hmm. Plus, she had caught him red-handed. Yeah. And so that takes, honestly, a lot of courage. Like, if you've it ever really been in does. a situation like that, normally you, you freeze up. Yeah. You're paralyzed. You think it's your fault. You pretend it didn't happen. You get, you know, it's a horrible... Yeah. Well, and I... Lo- so the article you sent me about her, um, it was... It touched my heart so much because she actually did, like, express that she had those feelings. She said she froze, and then she felt horrible shame, like, was I doing something? Yeah, because did I invite victim, him? Yeah, that is victim mentality, is that we think it is our fault. We think that we've done something to incur this um, behavior. Yeah. And she was able to work through that in a matter of seconds, and her fight... Like, oh, hell no. Yeah, her yeah. fight kicked in, and, like... She is a badass. We yeah, love her. So you are our beauty lover of the week. Yes. And we 
And Alondra. Alondra. Alondra Akala. And, and, and she was 19, I think. And Steve, you know what? Steve Murdoch, the, the perv. Act. Clean up your act. Yeah. Your dad, you're a husband, you're a pillar of the community. Clean and, up your act. And I just want to point out a slimy thing about this, aside from all the other slimy things, is that he directed her to an open dressing room. Like, right this way, to the point where she thought perhaps he was an employee. Come on. So this guy is, like, talk about, like, leading the lambs to slaughter. You find a cute 19-year-old and, and point out, oh, I'm such a helpful, nice white guy. Come look at the, you know, yeah. open dressing room here. And then I'm here just going to hang my phone over there and, and get a tit shot. I yeah. mean, it's just pathetic. It is way pathetic. Do you know what? There, Yeah. So many things I just can't even get into it. But you you delivered with the with the dark extra of the dark, dark. The dark beauty blood bash and beauty lab of the week. And to young girls out there, it's never your fault. No, nope. there's nothing you can do to to encourage that type of yeah. behavior. And stand up for yourselves and stand up for your friends. Yep, absolutely. We love all of the beauty labbers. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the podcast. Thank you so much, SJ. You're for welcome. Being here. We Thanks love you for so having much. me. I love you guys. So fun. So, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram. It's just at Sarah Jane Warner, no H. Sarah okay. Jane Warner. And then, if you are interested in purchasing the cutest hair accessories or some loungewear, you can go to shoplazyday.com. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming. We love having Thank you. Thank you. Yes, love you guys. Love you. We love you. And. Until next week, remember. Remember remember that the lab loves you, always. The lab loves you, Sarah Jane, and the lab loves you, dear listeners. Also, if you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us. Subscribe below. Click the button. Rate and review. You guys, like, I feel like tears well up every time I read a good review. See, on it's kind of what we were talking about. Yes. Somebody that says something nice. It's like, oh my gosh. And it's people, people that we care. don't know. Yeah. And that's what's amazing. Nice. Like, I'm like, I love you, Jet23. Yeah. <laughs> you're so kind. So. Because we know you're taking time out of your day to do it. And we have thousands and thousands of downloads, but we don't have as many um, reviews, reviews and rates. Yeah. And so we just want to... Uh, Subscribe, that, yes. review. That external validation is extremely important to us. <laughs> and please rate, review, and subscribe. Yes. Um, but until next week, remember, life is short. Bye, Bye the lips. lips. Bye, Anne. <laughs>